Sopranos podcast, the second time we are in person. We are back in the O Sopranos studios. Oh, yeah, baby. We here, Woo! aka Dave's apartment. That's right. <laughs> um, we just watched the app together, which is season five, episode five Irregular Random Audience. Yep. 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 My favorite part. Uh, was <laughs> well, yeah. What was your favorite part? <laughs> yeah, let's just skip right to your favorite part. Yeah, please. The doctor who was like, "Yeah, we'll get this to the lab and we'll fucking <laughs> bing bang boom process this, no problem, and we'll see if it's cancer or not." Oh, guess what it is? Hey, those Jersey doctors, man. That's how they are, man. Yeah. Anybody believe? Like that guy came into the audition and they were like, "Yeah, this seems like a dermatologist." <laughs> the fuck. Uh, that guy definitely read for other roles earlier in oh, he, like he, other seasons. He had uh, Tony Siragusa's part <laughs> yeah, until, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. until the goose came around. They're like, we're so uh, sorry. Uh, we're going to give this part to the goose, but uh, <laughs> you want to play a dermatologist? Do you think you can do that? Oh, yeah, dermatologist? I can do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe he was the biker guy, too. Like, cause, you know, he had that. He could He could have maybe passed as a biker, but he was... You know, he had the facial hair and the... And oh, the, the Grizzly Adams motherfucker? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. Don, I'm going to get this down to the lab right after I sell this uh, fucking truck full of cigarettes. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Sir, you're just a dermatologist. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right, Don. I'm going to get this down to the lab right after I bring the coke to the crazy horse. <laughs> I wonder if people are even... Uh, Nobody knows what we're talking no, about. No, what right, we're yeah. talking about. As, we're talking okay. about the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> what we... Okay. Well, let's... Let's uh, <laughs> let's fucking start. Let's start over. Hey, guys. How are you? Good Good to see you. Oh, Not editing any of that out, by the way. Hey, as always, if you are listening, please send us any questions, comments, concerns about the episode. Anything you want to hear us talk about. We are always game to field some fan questions. And season five is like the most interesting ep- uh, season. So like, yeah. I know you guys have have stuff you want to hear us talk about. Uh, this episode, of course, season five, episode five, regular around the margins, as Joey said, written by Robin Green and Mitchell Burgess, directed by Alan Coulter, a great. Mm. Originally aired April fourth, two thousand four. Ooh, day before my day birthday. Day before your what birthday? Your your uh, my uh, was that your twenty uh, first tw- or twenty tw- twentieth. No, 20th. Oh, your 20th birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lame. Well, <laughs> you know, I didn't wait to be 21 you were to definitely drink, folks. Super high. I actually was. <laughs> yeah, I had. There was a uh, Jamaican uh, weed dealer from Brooklyn who uh, would would uh, deliver a huge sack of skunk weed. His name was Daddy Foxy. Daddy fuck? Foxy, if you're out there and listening. <laughs> Uh, thank you. So weird. Thank you for Foxy was listening to this right now. Hey, you never know. He's stuck. Don't with judge. You all these years. <laughs> Don't judge. Uh, uh, yes, I was definitely smoking a lot of like really shitty weed. Cool. So hey, yeah, not much has changed, man. No, not really. Um, but so this episode is sort of well. So if you don't remember, uh, because it aired, you know, almost twenty years ago, this is the one where Tony and Adriana take a car ride, which causes a chain of events that almost lead to Chris's early demise mm-hmm. and that's pretty much the only plot in this episode like every other episode that we've covered is like okay let's break it up into b yeah. plot c plot this and that yep. things are going on in new york oh they touch on this like like this is really a uh, a one-off episode in the truest sense you know even people talk about like pine barrens being as like a very self-contained thing or college being a very self-contained thing but but there are other also like, plots. like multiple yeah. things you know that that were going on uh within those episodes and this really from start to finish just just follows tony christopher and adriana yep and how uh you know the dynamics of that relationship how they sort of are uh, a little tenuous and how it affects the rest of the family both tony's actual family and the mob family mm-hmm. yep. um also notable this episode, Imperioli and uh, Drea DiMatteo both Demateo. won. Demateo. I've heard people say it both ways. 
DeMatteo, DeMatteo. DeMatteo. I've uh, never heard that before. DeMatteo, I believe. De- I, that's how, you know what? I, I'm, I, I purposely changed it to DeMatteo because I second-guessed myself, but I've always said well, DeMatteo. Where would they say DeMatteo in, like, the UK? I don't yeah. know. No, no, no. Well, Ma- Mateo, like a, Mateo is, is like a, is, I mean, the, wor- the name Mateo is, like, Latin. Yeah, it's yeah, not sure. Italian. Yeah. And I don't so, know. I don't I actually don't know her, like what percent she the, is. Matteo sounds like Matteo like, sounds like Americanized. It like, sounds Americanized. Yeah. Which you may yeah. have been. Look, have, I don't know. Have, I, have I don't any know. of you heard her say it? I feel like I I have. I don't know. Like Someone, someone's going to come in my Instagram DMs and tell me exactly how to pronounce this. I fucked up. I fucked Golius, up. Yeah. Our our friend our friend Joe, she was on a short-lived TV show. Uh, with her and Ray Liotta, so your what? friend Joe Joey Matt LeBlanc, uh, Joe Armanox. Joe Armanox. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Shout out to our good friend Joe Armanox, who's definitely not listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, haven't, haven't thought of her in a while. We All should, the best. We should message her and ask her. Confirm. Yeah. How do you pronounce her last name? Anyway. Uh, but uh, to my point, okay. Christopher and Adriana both won Emmys for this episode. Oh wow. Uh, for the season, which is surprising because long-term parking is also yeah. in the season, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they and they submitted this episode and they both won for it. Which, you know, if long-term parking didn't exist, it wouldn't be surprising. But sure. you know, long-term parking, the the episode, uh, second to last episode of the season, where you know it's all revealed that that Adriana is a rat. Like that's one of the top. Uh, that's one of the great episodes. That certainly bests anything that they, in my opinion, that well, they have on display here. Well, yeah, but you forget how believable that like diarrhea like work. <laughs> that's true. How she yes. had to go to the bathroom. I right. mean, I gotta yeah. go number two. I mean, that's something. <laughs> that's that, what won her the Emmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's something that you uh, teach diarrhea, uh, in, uh, in acting classes. Like at some point, you're gonna play a character who has to go to the bathroom and yeah. like. Also, she I, fucking nailed it. I guess we should just assume that nobody from Boston Legal was nominated in either of these categories. Is that how they both won? Uh, not that, yeah, not this, not this. I mean, maybe actually. I mean, I couldn't tell you who else was in Boston Legal besides uh, James Spader. Oh, uh, Shatner. So Shatner, I guess, would have also been lead. So were they even around? I th- they bested Gandolfini for the final season. For the final season, which yeah. still yeah. hurts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if Boston Legal was. Even- Boston Legal was was originally submitted to the Emmys as a fucking comedy, and then right. somehow it snuck its way into a, a, the drama. Category. I'll never like. It's anyway. so sad, but I'll never get over anyway. that. It's yeah, so fuck. pathetic. Uh, and the winner is James Spader. Spader. Fuck you. Uh, anyway, okay. Nothing against James Spader. I like him as an actor. You did not hold a candle to Gandolfini in that final no. season. But I will say. Uh, I, I, in regards to this episode, um, it struck me as we were watching that they are both fantastic, as is Gandolfini. The three of them are like are, are phenomenal in this episode. They're For sure. F- they're fucking great. And and Carmela's not in, in a lot of it, but the moments that she has, she's fucking Good Tony and Carm fantastic. scenes. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 You know, I uh, will say like I'm sorry if I'm like steamrolling you here, but like um <laughs> Yo, you know, yo, it, yo. It, it, do you yo, relax. Think, the Joe train. Do you think that, um, you know, I, I can see the, the acting work by Adriana being, like, really good. Andrea de Mamayo. Um, <laughs> because, like, you know, do you think she would have done it? Like, if push came to shove, would she have fucked him? Well, that's the big question of the episode. Let's let's well, let's get into, uh, let's into, get how, into how things yeah. un- unroll a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I, I will say that this episode is, we should probably talk about it up top. This episode is, is mostly beloved, but there is like a very small vocal, very vocal faction of people like from what I've seen on Reddit and, and just, you know, the Sopranos boards, uh, like there are people who call foul on this episode just because they think that the, um, the sudden attraction between Tony and Adriana is just rings false to them. It, it just comes out of nowhere. We don't see it previous to this, and and uh, and then how the how ready Tony is to fucking kill Christopher in this episode uh, with, you know, they they feel like it would have been better served over uh, like I guess a few episodes instead of like all in one. Which when I was watching it, I kind of 
maybe felt that way. Like I never like he do, came do you out guys of left remember field. when you when you were watching this? Did you really think that this was the end of Christopher when when Tony pulls the gun to, to no. Christopher? No, we, no nobody I don't bu- think nobody so. was buying it at the time. Nobody nobody thought like. And if he had been shot right there, that would have been disappointing for his character, and I think for well, the, that's why that's why I didn't think he would go out like that because, because like, it would have been it, so anticlimactic. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. one episode, this this problem's introduced, and then, and ultimately, I think I think this issue uh, that comes up in this episode does play into Christopher's ultimate demise at the hand of Tony. I you know in the final in six B with uh, you know Cleaver, uh, the whole plot line of. Uh, of the boss having sex with, uh, you know, one of the soldiers, uh, wives or fiancés, like, and Tony recognizes it and it's, it's tremendously hurtful to him. Mm -hmm. Like this, this does sort of like begin, um, you know, uh, the, the crack in Tony and Chris's relationship that ends in, uh, Chris's demise. But if it happened in this episode, nobody would have bought it. Everybody would have been like, really, you're going to kill off a prince, like a principal cast member, original cast member that way. And so nobody ever really bought that that the stakes of the episode. But yeah, if you just look at it from a one-off, uh, I mean, even just watching it before we recorded, like you know how they set up Adriana and Tony uh, being attracted to each other, how they set up Chris's reaction to everything that goes down. I think I think they do it justice, and I think it's yeah. viable, and I think it makes for a really solid episode of Sopranos. I I look. Joe, Joe asked me this um, while we were watching um, because I always have issue with chasing it. Uh, the episode where, you know, in 6B where Tony like suddenly has a huge gambling problem. Right. Uh, which I always felt like just came out of nowhere. To me, and Joe asked like, don't you feel like, like or, or do you feel like this is like a similar issue in this episode? Mm-hmm. I don't because like with, with Coke well, well, you said with the coke. With the coke, especially. Mm. Um, but I also think, like, obviously, like yeah, we people, see Tony doing coke for the first time. But the fact that people lot. have yeah. people have issue with him, like all of a sudden coming on to aid, I don't think it's crazy because we're still early in Tony being separated. Mm-hmm. He yeah. has sort of like started to be on this path of like partying more. Mm-hmm. Staying out late, mm-hmm. drinking more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's spending more time at the club, which makes sense because, like, he probably doesn't want to be around like Sill and all those guys because, like, they're going home to their wives and stuff. So it makes sense that like Chris is going down on this job, and he like Tony is at the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, to they, me, they, they to justify me, it's justified. To and- me, it's justified. Like he is just kind of like in a weird fucking zone in yeah. his life. Mm. And I, I completely buy that. Like, not only would he be doing Coke um, because it's just being offered to him and he's like, whatever. And, and a part of it is like midlife crisis. I bet he probably did Coke like back in the eighties and shit. Like, sure. Uh, sure. And he's just kind of reliving his youth. And a, a part of that too, like, is like, Oh, he's like, has a chance to, hook up with this beautiful younger woman. I think all those things kind of make sense to me. He's having this like crisis in his life. And also it's just circumstantial. Like we, can you think of one moment uh, prior to this episode in the series where Tony and Adriana were We're, alone alone? together? Yeah. Like, and it's just so, and, and realistically, maybe that never happened. Like, right. You know, when family members bring around like girlfriends and stuff, I mean, yes, uh, she's, Chris's fiance, but like, you know, how how often do you get alone time with those people? Well, like it's rare. So right. This was like one of the first time, and they're also if not fl- the first time they're, where the two of them were together alone. And, and they're both like flirting with each other. Yeah. In the episode, like th- it's going both ways. Like yeah. they are both like clearly like sort of semi smitten with each other. She reveals that like she was always scared of him, which. Yeah fucking his eyes light up yeah. you know oh, yeah. like yeah. he loves to hear that yeah. and and you know like they've been using the club um for this business whole season yeah. so like they yeah, so, yeah, it's since, not like they haven't been interacting right you know oh they've they've had plenty of interactions but like like they haven't have been chris out of town no i understand that like, but like but like that's where shit happens because yeah. it's like we see each other oh we see each other all the time we interact and now it's like 
well now there's no one else around right right um you know like so it it makes sense it also perfect sense to me if phil doesn't show up at that moment to like bring that package right they would have fucking kissed they were about to fucking kiss like they they, absolutely were were gonna make out and and tony's not stopping himself no she she i the I would no Tony's not stopping that situation. Adriana, I could imagine saying no. Maybe they kiss. Last moment. Maybe they kiss and then she and and then she says, "I can't do this." Right, right. And Uh, that's what I can imagine. Tony is is like full steam ahead. Like like in that moment, if if Phil and Phil and uh, Joey don't knock on the door, right. Um, but they do. They set it up. They 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 have these like match cuts between Tony and Adriana, both like with these medical issues. You have. You have Tony with uh, so Tony uh, is is getting like um, some sort of cancerous some cell biopsy, re- yeah. or bi- biopsied off his forehead. Uh, squamous, he's a squamous cell like carcinoma or whatever. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, De Matteo and Ganofini had a hard time filming the scene. <laughs> they kept breaking it. Uh, Tony saying squamous instead <laughs> of squamous cell. But yeah, like, naturally. Uh, but yeah, like they make them bond, and then her IBS, mm-hmm. irritable irritable bowel syndrome, like, like they they give a moment of connection, and they both have a secret that they're keeping, right? That that like don't tell anybody about my, about my cancer because you know people think of cancer, they think you're done for. Don't tell anybody that I'm shitting, I'm possibly shitting my pants, like all the while doing fucking coke secretly, while doing coke together, like, so. They and they and they have these moments of like tenderness where she's like, oh, "I wish my dad was like you," because Tony says, "Like I have to go pick up AJ at his volleyball thing." By the way, AJ playing volleyball is that, is that the one and only time we know about Fucking that? Weird. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so and she's like, "I wish my dad was like you," and and Tony sort of looks on her as uh, <laughs> such a good father. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, what a she's, great father! He yeah, is. great, yeah, totally. great father. I mean, compared to hey, Adriana's dad, well, maybe. Yeah. He, I mean, he brought the pizza. He, yeah. so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so they set it up where there's a genuine connection. They sort of sympathize with each other. This is the, one of the first times that they've been alone together. There's drugs involved. I don't see what else like people want, like in terms of like setting up this potential uh, connection between Adriana and Tony. Yep. Um, all that said, like you know, we we didn't even really get into the plot of the episode but but basically like this whole thing causes a huge breaking point between christopher and tony um you know they have this sexy game of darts uh between adriana and tony um he's like grabbing her stomach and this and that and you know it's just uh it's 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 it feels like a first date yeah it feels it feels like a first date but so this is also uh, the first time we see Melfi and Tony back together in a session since uh, the end of season four. Um, so I mean, last we saw was Tony wrote a poorly worded letter to Melfi, which she read to Elliot. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess we're just uh, supposed to assume off camera they sort of like reconnected and agreed that Tony could come back to therapy, right? Like this is right. something that happened off camera. Yeah. Like yeah. there had to, she probably uh, yeah. had to like be pretty strict about setting boundaries. <laughs> with yeah, Tony. like stop trying to take me out on a date. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And it's kind of funny that their first session back, he's like talking about another inappropriate relationship. Uh, as Tony, as Tony is uh, prone yeah. to getting involved in, yeah, and she like pats him on the back because she's like, "This is growth." Because mm-hmm. okay. because Tony <laughs> Cause takes he credit saying he yeah. stopped himself. No, like, he fucking did not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she needs to find something, and then he starts right. he starts growth, talking you know? about like, uh, I if I could do it all over, I could start all over and start a new family. She's young enough, like you out of your fucking mind and, and he yeah, and he calls but, himself on it immediately afterwards but of like, course but just that his like, mind goes there that's like, just that that's no i i, I find that perfectly uh, i mean i feel like i find that normal that's perfect like that's just daydream yeah yeah i think he's just voicing his his daydream there. yeah but like he 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 says it he's like disaster of major proportions could you imagine what that would do to his kids what that would do to Carmelo, what oh that would do God. to Christopher. Yeah, he's well or he's start yeah. a family with Adriana. He's gonna get Adriana pregnant. Well 
See this, I, I always. Yeah, I mean, that's like a you know natural daydream, like while you just fantasize about like some girl that you meet and right, and then you and then well, you go. That would one be, thing to make that would be it. silly, but your mind, you know, your mind and your instincts like sort of go there, and then and then they go to like the the rational like you know point, and it, it, it's yeah. interesting that he's sort of playing that out. I think that is sort of some sort of growth. Um, See, I, you know, I, I, within him, like. Like I, I to 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 play that scenario out where it's absolutely like not just sex. It's fam. Is he wants to start a family? Yeah, no. Well, that's his fantasy. That's his daydream. But I, then he, but then he's like, but then he's like, but then he has the fucking like rationale to like be like, it would be ridiculous. Yeah, right. It would be ridiculous when like before you know he would be like, you know, obviously I think it's because he knows that this woman is meaningful to someone who's meaningful to him whereas like all the other women are you know you know sure. he, you know that's how much he views all these other women is right not that's, meaningful. That's, that's an interesting thing. Like, you know he has no respect for them basically right because right. he's still dating valentina at this point and he's not he's <laughs> not he's not thinking true. about uh hey i'm gonna start a family with her like right right he's he which he could she's young enough uh he's thinking and and so his the value he places on women uh, his relationship to them is like, could she bear my children? Like that's, right. you know what I mean? Like, which is shitty in and of itself, but he recognizes enough that it's like not a good idea. You know what? It's funny though. If they, if they actually did sleep together, then he would actually probably view her as like not good. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, it's like never, you know, there's no, there's no one who's good. Really? Well, he also doesn't know that uh, that she uh, pierced her uterus when having an abortion, and probably potentially could not have children. So he might. Well, you're you know. fucking damaged goods. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah. You didn't tell me. I ruined my whole life. I left my whole family. Right. Killed um, your fiance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yes, Chris is away on business. Um, he's he's doing some sort of like smuggling of cigarettes, Parliaments, Marlboros. Looked like some North sort of Carolina, ex- some exchange of goods. Yeah. yeah. Hey, this got to be like one of the, like the you know boilerplate sort of uh, uh, cigarettes, yeah. classic, yeah, yeah. Trans- classic. Yeah. Because you know around that time, especially in New York City. Oh, cigarettes, cigarettes were, were hot commodity. Were fucking crazy. Fucking fifteen dollars well, sh- a pack. Fifteen dollars a pack. What? Back then. what? Are they worse now? Well, the, or yeah, they're, I'm sure they're probably actually they're more expensive probably now. Probably I mean, just shy of twenty, I would think, but, which is insane. But, but when I was smoking cigarettes, when I lived in New York at this time, yeah, they were like fourteen, fifteen yeah, bucks yeah, a pack. Yeah, yeah, that's t- wild. Yeah, yeah. like I like paid, I, yeah, I vividly remember like being at bars and people would ask to bum a cig, and you'd be like a dollar. And I remember going down to Delaware to visit my buddy uh, at Udell, mm-hmm. and they were sure. $2 back then. <laughs> oh, oh, my you God. You stocked up on all your Winstons. Uh, just all like your Adriana. Winstons. All your uh, menthol. So that's why he went down <laughs> Menthol ultra I guess, yeah, yeah. So so what? So so um, that's the scam? Like, he buys them for $2? Yeah, and then they change for, the yeah. – the, the, because there's a sticker on Fair. the cellophane Fair. that says, like, New York. Like, they used to right. be, like, an apple. Like right, on right, the right. New York ones or, mm. or whatever mm-hmm. that like shows that they're from. So yeah, so Chris is is down south on business conveniently. Uh, Tony's hanging around the crazy horse more. Uh, we didn't even talk about uh, oh, him, Meadow. him encountering yeah. Meadow uh, early on, like wiping the coke off his nostril. I, like, I've always had an issue with this. Like Meadow wouldn't know that this is like this club is like in the family business. She knows. She might. She, she might knows know, it's. Yeah. A, she knows it's AIDS club because, like, because um, later on when Carm like asks Tony about it, mm. about the like, you know, about them running into each other, Carm is like, I "Heard you were at Adriana's club." You ran. Yeah, out. I, like, I don't. I don't think it was any secret in the family. I think she acts. I think, uh, she acts like it's like fucking insane that he's there. Well, I think it's insane. I mean, that part, she, she partly found that, him like, at that time clearly of night, doing blow. like on a Saturday night. Yeah, I think that it's not a shocker that he's there. I think it's a shocker that he's there at that time on that day, wiping coke off his nose. Like that's that's what I think. Like sort of threw her off. And Finn I is even like, partly. "Hey, this guy puts in the yeah, hours." Puts in the hours. <laughs> so like, so Finn at this point. Like we never see the conversation between Finn and Meadow. Like, hey, this is what my dad does. But 
that conversation well, has not been had yet. I think right? it's I, I think it's assumed. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I mean, if she told him that her father was in waste management there's no justification why his business would lead him to this club on a saturday night at like 2 a.m it is it is funny we're not even at the point where uh he's working at the construction job (laughs) i know yeah yeah because then he hey it's coming then he really knows what her dad does coming up uh maybe that's what spurred the conversation like her finding her dad there that like he's like hey did i see your dad like that would probably, like, they might, like, the next day, sort of, <laughs> she might let him in on, on what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Shout so. out shout out to my, um, you know, my uh, college friend, uh, Jen Rapp, who was in that scene at the, hey. at the club. Mm. At the crazy She's horse. the curly-haired uh, blonde girl. That Any relation to Adam and Anthony Rapp? No, I don't oh, think okay. so. All right. Had um, to ask. Had to ask. <laughs> You know, we could have, we probably could have got her on the pod, but I haven't talked to her in over probably like ten years. So. Yeah, probably Doesn't not worth matter. it for this one. Doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But okay, so so yes, a lot goes down at the Crazy Horse. Uh, they also so Tony and and Adriana like eventually decide like, hey, let's go out and uh, score some coke. Uh, Adriana wants to clean the apartment before Chris gets back, and that would be, I guess, a tremendous motivator for her. Uh, Tony probably has ulterior motives, but he drives them out to Dover, fucking Dover, uh, and they uh, they're talking, they're having a, like a little discussion uh, about uh, Danielle from Whippany, who Tony remembers. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I feel like there was something there between me and her. Like, so he at this point that signals me he knows he's not getting from Adri- anything from Adriana at this point. He's trying to score with her friend at this point. Right. And then the raccoon is in the road, and then the car flips on its side. Dead. She's dead. What? What doesn't isn't that what she says? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. You're talking yeah. about your friend because you went on your phone. And <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No, 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 like, no. Holy no, shit, geez, Joe! No. Put your fucking phone down. <laughs> oh shit! Hey guys, my friend's dead. <laughs> I thought you were looking her up. Like, where no, is she no, now? I was looking at where you know. Joe's I'm, placing baseball bets no, no, on no, fucking no, no, bookmaker. She says Danielle's dead. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, she says Danielle's dead. Um, no, I was looking at how far Dover was from like Caldwell, New Jersey. Which is what? How how far? I don't know. Let me it's fucking get, get to back to us. Is. Okay, so they flip the car. On the isn't Do- isn't Dover by the Tappan Z? Like, isn't it no, no, up no, that no, way? No, no, no? no, no, no. It's in, it's kind of. It's Where's kind Chris Gethard, friend of the pod? When you need? Hey, no, we need Gethard. Kind here. of in the middle of nowhere. Like, I mean, it's like it's about it's about twenty miles west of Caldwell. So, so there's no reason they were going to get a burger over there. No. Yeah, I mean, you know, unless there was like a really fucking good diners, burger. Uh, yeah. Well, that's why. That's why it make like. I mean, it, it's smart to make like the dealer in Dover because yeah. like, the, it it makes no sense. Yeah, makes no sense why they would go that way. Right. So, so the car flips. This is my question, because this is very. Uh, I don't know if it's like foreshadowing, or if. They just utilize the car accident way frequently in The Sopranos. I mean, they do. Because this sort of, like, if you want to think of it this way, it could foreshadow the car accident where Chris flips in Kennedy and Heidi in in the Mm -hmm. final batch of episodes. Like, Chris flips the car. uh, Very similar. And Tony walks away basically unscathed uh, in both scenarios. But there's so many other fucking car accidents in the series i mean sure. i mean karen, tony karen tony has his yeah yeah uh, uh, uh bobby's bobby's father bobby's dad <laughs> uh fuck if i was bobby um, i would never get in a car yeah uh, uh, the, um they hit a tree they were going to school <laughs> the, the episode yeah. before this yeah exactly <laughs> right they, yeah. they they sasha caputo or whatever the hell right uh, right you know and tony ends up getting a nissan xterra for aj because uh, what else? I mean, there's, there's. Uh, I mean, Meadow got into a car accident, kind with, of. Uh, Jackie Jr. Yeah, she was driving drunk. Yeah, she, she wasn't. Yeah, no one died. Uh, but. I mean, Mel Melfi in her dream, pussy uh, gets in the car accident, hits the. Cyclist. Oh yeah, yep. yep. Uh, I mean, um, Phil kind of does like Tony kind of. Oh yeah, makes Phil. Him, yeah, makes him get into a car accident. Vito right. on his way back from okay, uh, New Mr. Hampshire yep, or, uh, or whatever. Yep, like yep. he f- hits the parked car. Like a yep. lot of car accidents causing plot um, points in uh, the series. Uh, uh, is it realistic? What do you guys? Think? Or or is it utilized too much? I don't know, but I don't know. I mean, um, I was just gonna say, um, 
Livia hits the woman. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. In her driveway. Her friend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, um, Nucci Galtieri. Oh yeah, Nucci. Yeah, yeah. The old mean, ladies. There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could we could start a whole Twitter we account. Could probably go on. I mean, is it doesn't Tony um Sopranos car accidents? Is this a dream or or does it really happen? Tony hitting the CD player and and has the panic attack and crashes. Or is that, uh, I can't that's remember. That's a dream. That's a dream. Right? Okay. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still. Uh, but but yeah. Um, okay. Either uh, way, Tony walks away unscathed from pretty I crazy mean, accidents. To be yeah. honest, there, there's a lot of time spent just in cars in general in the show. I mean, which you is know. not bad, but that's not unusual. I mean, everybody everybody does that. Like sure, yeah. Um, yeah, but like memorable things in yeah, cars, yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah, test stream well, and like Tony getting the ticket and like, right, you know, yeah. like, that's a great uh, like how, scene when he two people when he's asked about like whether or not he's in the mafia by fucking Meadow, uh, yeah, Meadow yeah. you know, taking AJ like to the old neighborhood yep. in fucking Newark, like. Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Mayonnaise. Ha, ha, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Yeah. Remember when? Like <laughs> yeah. driving down. Yeah. Have you have ha, down ha, south? Have you guys? Have you been in a car accident? Uh, the only time I was in a really bad car accident, uh, my sister and I were in the car with my mom, and we were going through um, an intersection, and a guy went through a red light. This is when I was six years old, mm-hmm. and guy smashed into our car. Yeah. Have you been uh, in a car accident, Goliath? Not that's the only a time. A, one, that's the only yeah, time like a bad. Benders, that's the only uh, time I like like rush to the hospital. Bad car accident. I've like been, I've been, been in like, you were you flipped your. Oh, car. You were in a I ditch. My car. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. all that also similar thing happened to me when I was like thirteen, going to Hebrew school. Like, like I I've been in like a couple like a like a lot of car accidents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a couple, a couple, a couple. It's, it's not so an it's uncommon an, I guess thing. It's, I guess it's a like, thing that happens a lot. Yes, and and I here's what I remember about season four, b- right before uh, the Karen Bacchieri, uh when she was killed off. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, the first four episodes had been released to critics, and they were saying like, you know, this makes it a little more realistic. It's not all mob whackings and this and that. Like, you know, people that you know die By like in like, traffic collisions, ways, yeah. like more that kind of stuff. And they were arguing it lends a little credibility to the realism of the series, mm-hmm. which is true. Like this, this, these sort of things happen. But we just pointed out so many fucking times there was car accidents and and this. And it's it seems utilized to be utilized, like perhaps maybe borderline abused. By the yeah, yeah. Fair, hey, fair uh, enough. Fair enough. Okay, but I yeah, do, I sure. do, I do think there had to have. There was probably when, like, when Chris uh, flips the car. You know, in the final batch of episodes, that that had to have been along the line of thinking like this should mirror Tony's ride with Adriana in some way. Like, right. I think there is some sort of connective tissue there, but I don't right. know. You tell us what you think, uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, um, uh, uh, also, Phil, Phil, Phil. Is that a car? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. A- yeah. AJ with Did his friends. Jeez, are you okay in there, Mister? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the Casbah. Yeah, AJ's fucking Xterra burns with the uh, with the leaves. I mean, that's not a car. No, but accident, AJ but. AJ with his friends, uh, they get into the car accident like on the way to school. No, no. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, no, wait. Wait. He doesn't have his license. Yeah. Doesn't have his license. You remember that? How There's does Phil die? Oh, he gets. Oh yeah, right. the car. <laughs> that's yeah, the what car. I was talking about. A car yeah. runs oh. his head over. Yeah, a car uh. runs his head <laughs> over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh <laughs> one shit! What one of my favorite moments? Yeah. Fucking uh, yeah, the kid fucking throwing up. If we're forgetting one, please tell us. But yeah, let us know. <laughs> anyway, so so Chris gets back from North Carolina. Tony Siragusa and the guy who looks like he belongs in the Vipers break the news <laughs> yeah, to yeah. him that Adriana and Tony were in a car accident. I love that Chris like immediately tries to cover it up with the first lie. He, he's like, "Oh yeah, Dover. Uh, she's got a sick aunt up there who's friends with Tony's aunt." Which means, yeah, yeah they're going going to Dover at two in the morning. Yeah, 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 for sure. With Tony's aunt. Yeah. Does that woman <laughs> exist? Like, does Tony have an aunt? Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Who's still alive? Well, we knew, well, yes, he does, uh, and she's in this episode at Vesuvio at the end. Uh, aunt uh, Quinn Quintessa or something like uh, Tony B's mother. Oh right. Oh oh uh, that. Aunt. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. But I don't know if she lives in Dover or not. But anyway. Um, Yes. And also, so, is she like an actual aunt? 
yeah, you never know. With, yeah, with yeah. Also, uh, that's right. But also, she definitely doesn't live in Dover because, I mean, she lives in like Belleville or someplace like that. Because like he goes to the house uh, to get to pick up Tony B. Right. Before like uh, the Vesuvio, like uh, right, you know, right, welcome right. back. Well, we got to talk about the the Tony's crew game of telephone. This is like one of it, this is like uh, like a moment where even when I was watching it for the first time, I was like, "This is classic." Like, yeah, uh, just how things spiral out of control. They're a bunch of like eighth grade kids passing a note, and it just gets like diluted farther, diluted from the truth. Uh, even 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 with, June even June fucking yeah. getting in on ending with Junior uh, apparently he came all over the sun visor yeah, yeah t- fuck Jesus Junior also that if my like, uncle ever talks about me coming in any capacity I'm 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 done that's it also can, can we just assume that like uh, uh, Murph like told him that who told who told him that he came all over the sun visor. Well, my question is because ultimately Carmela hears about it, and that causes a rift between Tony and Carmela. How do you think it got back to Carmela? Like, oh, Ro, oh, Ro. But why? But, why did it go Sil's, to Ro? Sill's wife maybe told so Ro. Gab, yeah, yeah. But so maybe so Gab tells Ro. Gab tells Ro, and then tells Ro Carmella. tells Carm everything. I guess yeah. that has to be that has yeah. to be. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't think Gab would directly tell Carmela? No, that could have happened yeah. too. No, because I feel like Sill. Probably would tell Gab. Yeah, like, maybe. Don't tell Carm. Yes. Oh, so she. You tells know. Gab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Gab, that's Gab I, knows better. Gab knows better because Gab would know. Like I can't tell. Right. I can't tell Carm directly. Right. And there's a so they're Tony, probably all telling each other don't tell the next <laughs> right, right right but right. everybody knows I mean it's realistic that it gets back to her I'm just wondering what the also Bob like also Bobby obviously would have. Uh, you know, hypothetically told Janice, told Janice and yeah. Janice probably told all of them. They right. probably fucking got together right. at one of their fucking movie nights, and right. you know, yeah. So unfortunately, this ends up being the first time we see Chris uh, break his sobriety since the end of season four when he goes to rehab. Drinks like half a bottle of Stoli well, and like he, one he swig it. after a pretty rough scene of him, uh, you know, manhandling Adriana. Ooh. Always rough to oh. watch. Drags her oh. out by the hair, throws her out. Um, but you know, so he ultimately goes, shows up at the Bing, um, with, you know, he, he's ready to confront Tony. He fires all his rounds. It's Tony's Escalade, right? Escalade. Yeah. Which is the last time I think we see this. That that was his like original car in the show. Or, yeah. Right. The red like the she- like- the Chevy or was it? Or no, what is it? No, that's not the Escalade. No, it's not the Escalade. He ha- it's like yeah. the uh, whatever, I, I whatever forget, that yeah. SUV is. Whatever yeah. SUV. The red one. But this, yeah. So like RIP to that, yeah. um, which he took to the Bing that night for whatever reason. And Chris fires a bunch of rounds in. He comes in. They're ready for him there. Uh, yeah. A fan so, favorite so moment. has got the bullhorn. <laughs> Sylvia with like the fucking you know what megaphone. what down there. <laughs> What? Yeah, okay. They're like, all just you... standing up, like uh, in the like the upper deck, like, <laughs> like the balcony. Do you think he like trained the men? Like when he's like, you know what to do down there. Like, do you think he like like? If do they know? In, like, grab him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Saragusa, Vipers guy. Uh, uh, you know what to do. Yeah, the Grizzly you... Adams motherfucker grabs the gun. <laughs> as, uh, as, as you talk about this, <laughs> what do you think? What do you think's going through like Christopher's mind here? Like he's just he's just drunk. And I, yeah, and, yeah and, but do you think, like, at any point, maybe he's like, you know, I knew it. Ever since she told me she sucked Pendulette's dick, <laughs> that this could happen. She could go with another fat ball, tall I think, ball yeah, guy. Hey, I th- but I didn't fuck him. <laughs> yeah. I just gave him head. Yeah, I bet I bet Tony fucking has some magic tricks up his sleeve, man. We I don't know. I knew it ever <laughs> since you fucking sucked Pendulette. <laughs> he should have said, uh, but Dude, no, that's so. your type. <laughs> That's a type fucking no. fat guys with glasses. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that probably rocked Chris's world a little bit, and uh, and that that was definitely like a like a little chink in the armor there. Mm-hmm. But so when he comes into uh, the Bing, you know, obviously he he brings out his gun. It's empty, as we know, um, and he ends up getting taken out to this like desolate road in Jersey somewhere. Um, it's, it's Tony, Tony B, Paulie, uh, Siragusa, 
and uh, and uh, the Viper and the Viper. Yeah. <laughs> so Sill doesn't come. I, nobody else comes. I what is he? He must have a name if Dante Greco's got it. Dante, yeah, uh, yeah. Dante Greco. Well, no, Siragusa is uh, Frankie yeah, Frankie Cortez. Frankie Cortez, right? Yeah, uh, uh, I know, but what the Viper's got? It must have. Uh, I don't know. Got, I don't, yeah. yeah, so. But so they, they out on this desolate road here. Anthony Viparaggio. <laughs> and there's this moment, you know, Tony is like, and I believe that Tony, because he does, he's not one who uh, does not take a threat to his fucking life. Uh, not seriously. Like if Christopher came into the bing waving a gun around, like I, I buy that he might consider uh, fucking ending him here, but a lot of people take issue with the fact that it's so it happens so quickly. We don't really see like, like Tony taking into account like how heavy this moment is. Um, what do you guys think about this whole scene here? Is it rushed, or do you think they 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 did it? They executed it uh, well. I suppose it is a bit rushed. Yeah. Um. Just because we know that Tony like doesn't necessarily like like jump the gun, no pun intended, jump the gun like yeah. in these situations typically mm-hmm. historically. Mm-hmm. But you know, Tony is the target of this whole situation, and he and and he and he came to the bang with a fucking gun. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> well, and this is so. This is the other moment where I don't think it's rushed. Yeah. Well, this is the other moment I mean, where where Polly where fans are like a little confused because Polly has a line here where he's like, "The way I see it, Tom, is he must have known that the gun was empty because look at what he unloaded into your car." And Christopher's reaction is like, "What the fuck are you trying to say?" So, how, do you take that line as Polly? Because you could take it one of two ways. Polly is either saying like, "Hey." He never intended to actually put a bullet in you because he must have known that his gun was empty coming into the bank. Or was was Polly calling to attention the fact, you know, after that all the tumultuous relationship that between Chris and Polly, killing the waiter at the beginning of the season, even like, uh, you know, calling to the attention uh, attention the fact that that he fired like so many rounds into Tony's car. Like I always it doesn't ass- make I, sense though. The yeah. second the second one. True, but I always assume that Paulie is always trying to get anybody else killed, and <laughs> and like yeah. like if it benefits himself, I, I don't know. I I just always assume that like Paulie was like fine with it because he doesn't exactly step in and say like, "Don't kill him, Tone." You know? Yeah, I don't know. I I I, I, I think. I don't think- you think he would have been killed if it wasn't for fucking Tony B? Well, yes, but but we'll get to that in a second. What are you gonna say, Spells? I do think he was trying. He was trying to be like. He must have knew because he says he must have knew the gun was unloaded. I think he's trying to. Stick I, think up I think that's. I think that's. I think Chris and, is just ha- hammered. But the writers also wrote in like, a line where where after Chris fires all his rounds into Tony's car, he says, and he and he tries to continue firing, and it's right. empty. He says, "Fucking gun." Like he acknowledges, so we we so they purposely wrote in a line where he acknowledges that his gun is empty. Then he goes into the bin waving it. That makes that that makes me think that Paulie was actually probably like trying to defend him, saying like, "Look, yes, he fucking did this, but he he never had any intention of fucking firing around into I, you." I, I kind of think so, and I think there's a there's a small reaction. Maybe there was a line that they mm-hmm. were supposed to give mm-hmm. Paulie, and maybe mm-hmm. they cut it. Yeah. Like, like, cause Paulie kind of goes like, like he gives like a reaction like I'm trying to help you. I feel like well, especially after Chris's bit. reaction, Chris, cause, cause Chris, Chris is like, what yeah. the fuck? You, and that's what confuses people too. Like, what the fuck are you trying to say? Yeah, I think Chris took that as I don't know. I, I in that moment, Paulie. I think Chris is is taking that as Paulie saying Chris doesn't have the balls to fucking kill the boss. And, and I think, also, but also, I think Chris sort of like sees that as like, oh, what are you trying to say? Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, impotent here. Like, I, I never, like, I'm not any sort of threat. Yeah, he's very sensitive. Like, like yeah. so, like he, yeah. he doesn't understand what whether someone's right. like, uh, you know, for him or against him. Right. And, you know, 
usually Paulie is not for it, you know, usually <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. So your your knee jerk reaction would probably be like, "Fuck you, dude." Right. Yeah. But I think this is a this is a moment where he's kind of like, "Eh, no, right. I, you know," because right. I think because I feel like he because if he kills him, it's bad. Oh yeah, it's bad. Well, yeah, even not if, good for anybody. Yeah. You know, even. If he kills him, it's just it's just bad, and everybody knows that. Well, especially, I mean, even for Tony himself, like like he says to Melfi this episode, he's been grooming him to be his number two. Like to have it end this way is is a big loss for Tony. Um, so, but ultimately, yes, I think I think Tony B being there, and this is this is like you know such an important moment for his character because he's been trying to go straight, as we know. This is a moment where his mob savvy and his like uh, knowledge about the human body <laughs> sort of meld together. Where he's like, "Let's try it my way." He calms the situation down. They go to the hospital. They bring this fucking poor doctor into the car, uh, and he says, "Hey, the you know the lacerations that we've seen on Adriana's body, like like that is inconsistent with somebody who may have been like." leaning over into the driver's seat, you know, to right. give... That would have like, been in an upright position. Right. Yeah. And and he gets the doctor to say, Tony B is uniquely situated to be the one to, like, clear the air for, for uh, Tony and Christopher, uh, which which I like. I, I like having Tony B be well, that character. And it, and, well, it's, and it sets up that the dynamic between the three of them yeah. is right. so fucking juicy the rest right. of the season. Oh, yeah. Right. Right, um, right. The three of them have a relationship which we're unaware of, and it also right. kind of sets in motion, like you know, Tony B getting back in because he's right. sort of he's a sort of bit, yeah. he has a ball. little he has a little line of threatening the doctor. That's there. the thing. Like I don't understand. Like I, it's lucky that he was there because if you're on probation, like are oh, you yeah. going out to the fucking deserted road where somebody might be oh, like fucking yeah. executed, like. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah, but we already cousin, you know, we, are, but we, like, we already set up the the previous episode. He's like at the card game. Like, yeah, he, he's, he's already been inching. He's his dabbling. Way back. He's you dabbling. can't. You can't. Yeah, lucky no, for Chris that he was there. Yeah, you can't. You can't leave it. Um, uh, and 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 so ultimately, Chris accepts based on the doctor's testament that that she had she was in an upright position. Mm-hmm. That uh, Tony and Adriana were not doing anything, but. You know, he makes the point like it doesn't matter because everybody else believes that something happened, and now I got to live in the world, and I, and I look like <laughs> Joe Jerkoff, right? Uh, which is which is ultimately what is at the heart of the episode: right. perception, how you are perceived, and how that is actually more important than than truth, right. uh, in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Um, that applies to fucking all all levels of life, personal to, uh, I mean fucking like elections and shit like how you are perceived versus what is the truth is what yeah. really matters yeah. and it's yeah. it's sad but it's true um but so you know tony i love the little the, the shortest tony and melfi scene ever uh <laughs> might as well have fucked her so thanks and end scene um yeah. so that's where tony's head is at uh and then the ending with tony and carmella uh is one of my favorite like interactions of theirs like how he makes this plea to her, like, do you really think I'm that much of a monster? Never yeah. mind that, yes, he is that much of a monster. And if, if Phil and Joey hadn't knocked on the door and if they hadn't flipped their car, they Tony probably, there's a good chance Tony probably would have crossed the line with Adriana. Yes. But in this moment, he's saying he didn't and he is wrongfully accused. And he's pleading with Carmella, like, Help but, me but, put a good face on this. But thing. also can't apologize without also like saying like she hasn't been a saint either. Like, oh, oh yeah. Lord. You're going to bring up Lord. Furio? Yeah, Furio? I mean, I, like her relationship with Furio was more platonic than him and Adriana. <laughs> yeah. Even though she pined after Furio for God knows how long and like and really Vi- and fantasized. Like, and Vic Musto. Like, and Vic it's like, Musto. Oh, she kissed yeah. him. Well, like, Tony doesn't know about that. He doesn't but know he, about that. But he's, he's bringing up you know, Furio. But Furio, it's like, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. made him coffee. But Carmela seems like she understands the stakes. She understands that this is, uh, you know, she brings up like Meadow and AJ and like this is, she's got to step in. Even though her and Tony are not together, she's got to step in and put a good face on this thing for the good of the family. 
And I respect her for that. Like, you know, it, it must have been hard. Yeah. Because the next scene, they're at Vesuvio. <laughs> yeah, Tony Carm, Chris Aid, and Tony we're, B, and Aunt... Uh, Vesuvio, we're all, we're all healing. And Quatina. We're all whatever. healing like, happens, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, like... Everybody in the crew just happens to be at Vesuvio that night to witness this. <laughs> Sunday dinner. Yeah, yeah. Right. They're all going to Vesuvio. Yeah. Right. Charmaine must have been thrilled. Oh, yeah. Uh, but. Yeah. What, yeah. What did they make that night? <laughs> Fucking $5? Yeah. Gravy's good. <laughs> Ought to uh, get people to pay. <laughs> um, and that's how the episode goes out. Like them at, at Vesuvio. I mean, you know, earlier we didn't talk about it, but Chris threw a sandwich at Vito's chest and, oh, and uh, waste of that fucking uh, beautiful uh, Italian uh, sandwich. Beautiful sandwich, uh, which uh, also Spellman brought up. Like this is where we learn that Vito has been promoted to captain officially. Right. O- officially takes uh, over uh, Ralphie's crew. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm a fucking captain. You can't throw a sandwich at me. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Au so, contraire. So Vito comes over, quite the gentleman, and says, uh, "Hey." I, I hope you're having a pleasant evening, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, like he yeah, extends yeah. the he extends the olive branch, yeah. Um, and because he because he knows he's end. getting some sort of fucking payback. What what <laughs> what do you think he has to fucking do to pay back, <laughs> you know, for throwing a fucking sandwich at him? I mean, how many either, thousands of dollars yeah, exactly does, yeah, does yeah, he yeah, have yeah, to yeah. fucking give him? Uh, he uh, subway for a year from from uh, oof, yeah, maybe not subway. Car- carrots. Carrot sticks for fucking. Eh, for give him a piece years. of the cigarettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's that's the app, guys. Great, great app. I I personally great love up. it. It's a little like, and I feel like we're in the majority that say that they love it, but there is a vocal faction that have that take issue with the episode. Cool. Keep talking, you fucking <laughs> morons. Yeah. Keep. Yeah. Shall keep. we get into fucking internet? Sure. Let's do it. Fucking internet. Okay, so this, of course, is the section where we source questions, comments from all around the internet, mostly Reddit. This one from user JMC57, the final dinner scene. In the final scene, when they are at dinner, why is Carmela there? It seemed like just before that, Carmela wanted no part in helping Tony make Christopher understand that nothing happened between he and Aid. It seems like this dinner is happening to help them all move past the accident I was per- surprised to see Carmela a part of it. Um, we talked a little bit about it, but like, really, what does Carmela have to gain here? Like, why she? Like, everybody knows that she and Tony are split. Like, why does she? Why do you think ultimately she still feels it's her responsibility to put a good face on this? I think she is just as embarrassed about the situation as uh, as Christopher is in a lot of sense. In a lot of senses, like. So I think she feels the need for the sake of everybody involved to just put a better face on it because, I mean, look, Carmela eventually comes back. She does, you know, yeah. At the end they, of the season, yeah. They do, and I think a part of her knows that eventually they will be back together, even, right. if, even if, like, consciously she doesn't think so. They, she, she they knows, end up back yeah. together, and she knows that they're going to be a family and she has to do this. This also, is a requirement. It's just funny that this is like one of the rare times where we see Tony telling the truth and everybody else believes a falsity. Right. <laughs> like, and I think she actually uh, buys his story here. I mean, he's not yeah, telling the complete truth because well, she's been lied think, to so many times yeah. by him yeah. that I think she can tell that he's telling the truth. Also, let's not give Carm all the credit in the world that she's like the world's most amazing person. As we've established in this episode, she gets money every week from Tony, (laughs) and she still needs to do things that appease Tony every now and then because he is still giving her fucking money. Hey, and this was probably a free dinner, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm sure she's concerned about getting the free (laughs) dinner. No, I think she's probably concerned about, like, the, like, hundreds of dollars he, like, fucking gives her in cash every week. Uh, Shall we move on? This yes. one from user Jomo Kenyatta. Sill was a little out of character in a regular around the margins. Everyone else huh? I can I can see spreading dumb rumors. But Sill was so cerebral and loyal to Tony, he knows the repercussions of spreading solicitous, solicitous rumors like that. I don't buy him joining in on those telephone games. What do you guys think? Um, it is kind That's of a fair. weird it is That's kind fair. of a weird little fucking dumb scene with them all <laughs> spreading 
the rumor. Um, it, it, it's weird. Yeah, it's like because they did kill always, a character based right. off of that. Right. Yeah. Um, you almost know it. You almost know that they do. You do. You you know that they do based off of the fucking um scene with Vito, like, um, you know. Do we need the joke? Like he came on the fucking sun visor. Like, <laughs> like that's basically that scene. Yeah. I guess it's right. like, it's like a joke for each character because like Hesh is like, has a fucking like thing yeah. and like, yeah. right. You know, uh, statistically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. Um, do we need like that? Like whole like telephone thing? I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of, I might've, I might agree a little like, yeah, I do kind of agree. I, it's always felt kind of cheesy. It, it they, would make, it would make sense if there was another scene that like where they were like making fun. Yeah. And like, and like, instead of like that, Hey, did you hear? Hey, did you hear? Like, cause that's also a fucking dumb trope. Like, <laughs> right. You know, like it is, but it's so, it's, it's a silly trope. I think it's, I, the way they did it, I, I just think, Yes, they it's clearly did it. a they, choice. They did it for for mostly a laugh, I think, especially yes, the way right. they end it. But also, I mean, this gets to the heart of what the series is. It's like this is like everyday, day to day life. Like you and the people in your social circle, you fucking gossip and you talk about each other, and there's a chain of fucking communication. But this is with mob stakes, and that's right. what the series is like day to day life. But now, that's like people could too. get fucking killed. And so, and and so, I don't think these guys, and and I think like if you listen to fucking FBI mob recordings, like they fucking gossip about each other all the fucking time. Like, sure, yeah, I think I not, think it's not it's not unusual. It I think unusual. that's realistic. Now, is it in Sill's character? Not from what we know of him, but, but nobody's yeah, they, nobody's consistent a hundred percent of the time in every regard. Like I, I but I, they all act no. like fucking yentas about it. Yeah, like they're all like yeah. yeah. I, I, it is a collection of people that, like, you would not guess right. would do it, too. Right. It's like, yeah. like, Bobby, Bobby yeah. Hesh, fucking Uncle Junior, yeah. like, still, it's like, it, it is like the, the people that are not, like, Polly, you would expect. But it's like, human Vito, nature. You, it's Vito, human, you would It's expect. human nature. Can you resist and such let's, juicy gossip? And let's, right. And, right, let's, right. and let's maybe, like, like, go from, like, Sill's point of view or Hesh's point of view. Like... They they won't they don't see that it could result in Tony killing Chris. No, they probably see Chris like dismissing Adriana down the line, right? Yeah. Right, because yeah. right, right. of it. And so what? Whoop de yeah. whoop de woo. No one cares. Right. Also, like, it's a time I think too. There is a um, there's a jealousy that all these people have towards Tony. Mm-hmm. It's a way to knock yeah, Tony yeah. a little bit to yeah. each other, yeah, yeah which they do a million time. other times time, yeah. about different things, just For not sure. about like him sexually, but like you know, like you know the like to an extent the issues that Feech had with him, like he's the boy king and like you know he is selfish, and so it's a way well, to knock. Chris it's a it way up, to like, knock. It's a way to knock Tony like. From these people that feel like Tony can be a narcissist, and and, and and we know that those discussions are being had because Chris brings it up. Like everybody knows, for the last four or five years, you've been uh, your midlife crisis, yeah. fucking every you'd fuck a catcher's mitt. Like right. obviously, it's something that everybody talks about. And you so. know, and 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 I, Tony shows a lot of restraint there. He doesn't. He does. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. I feel like he could easily just like pin him up against the wall yeah. there. Um, yeah. But he doesn't. But he well, doesn't by, well I mean, by the way, like, I mean, I don't know if Tony knows this, but Christopher fucked his 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 cousin's girlfriend in D girl. So right, uh, he's a bit of a hypocrite here. Like, right. That's true. That's a great point. <laughs> like, yeah, it's sort of a similar situation. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I don't know. They weren't engaged. Uh. But right. Anyway, once you're married, anything that touches their pussy is off limits. Um, <laughs> but right. so. Uh, this next one from Mr. Piacosta, Mom oh, Jeans. Oh, Mom Jeans, baby. Dude, this guy, I didn't even read this when I sourced this question. Uh, I, this is my favorite user name ever. Well, uh, you, you dedicated your entire Reddit username to Mr. Piacosta and we his love Mom it. Jeans. Yeah, the, the, you got to check out uh, the early episodes yeah, of our please. podcast. This is a, uh, Piacosta is forever the spirit animal of the podcast. So uh, he threw out this question, Imperioli, 
uh, has a theory that we must discuss. While talking about Irregular Around the Margins on the on Talking Sopranos podcast, Michael posits that Adriana was coming on to Tony as a way to set him up. That the only way she could see to save Chrissy was to give the FBI what they wanted, which was Tony. Can anyone see Adriana being this cunning? No, what do you think? no absolutely not. No. So Imperioli, you fucking you got it wrong, man. This is I, I Imperioli said that. This is this is what yeah Imperioli posited on the on Talking Sopranos. Look, hey, much respect, guy. You, but I think you're totally misreading this. There's yeah, no, no way. way. Leave, leave the Sopranos podcast to us. Okay? There's <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. There is no way like that that she's sure sure you won the Emmy for the episode, but like. <laughs> You don't know what's going on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one from user Scotty Maka. Okay. Sure. Tony B. saving Chrissy's life. I think it's interesting that after convincing Tony not to kill Christopher, Christopher never really shows any sign of gratitude towards Tony B. Obviously, Chrissy is still worked up over the situation with Adriana, but after a regular around the margins, this dynamic is never mentioned again. Tony B is likely the only person to, uh, only person capable of standing up to T at this moment. Without Tony B, Christopher would have met his untimely demise a little bit faster. You know, Quasimodo predicted all this. Uh, I, I mean, I think he, he makes a point. Like, uh, like. Christopher almost yeah, he, immediately after this episode is is uh, is at odds to- with him. at odds yeah. with him. Yeah, but like Christopher doesn't show gratitude for a goddamn thing. <laughs> like, uh, what well, does he especially show? What that his he... superiors like like Tony and Tony B who like uh, hand down to him. Like he's he's all like there's moments where he's like sort of reflective of it, but like I I don't think like he he recognizes how fucking lucky he is. Multisanti, multi saints. Like he is, mm-hmm. he has saved so many. He absolutely, he came for the boss with a fucking gun in public. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, yeah. anybody else would have got, would have caught a bullet, whether Tony B was there or not. Yeah, it's it's the crux of like his undoing. Yeah, you know, he he has no appreciation for like what a sweet situation he's in. He's always second guessing Tony. He's always like he always like tries to fuck over anyone who like you know back talks him. Right. He he he's a Brett. Like he's yeah. a fucking Brett. You know I I'm, I can't wait to see the fucking movie because you know we're we're gonna see a look into the world of his father which we've never seen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But clearly, you know whether it's conscious or not. He feels like he has something coming to him because, like, obviously, Dickie Moltisanti was the fucking man. Yeah. And, you know, he he doesn't have an appreciation for anything. He just, like, he, he feels like he's entitled to, you know, whatever he whatever's coming to him. And, like, you know, uh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hey, come on. He's a little shithead. I mean, he's yeah, a little shithead. Yeah. And like, you know, by the time like uh, Tony like uh, squeezes his nostrils, uh, you know, you, you feel relieved for Tony. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking, he's, he's a fucking pain in the ass. But Tony B literally saved his life. Like yes. nobody, and, and was uniquely qualified to do so. Paulie may have, depending on how you look at it, like he may have uh, try, attempted, but that didn't do it. Tony B legitimately saved his life. Nobody else could have. Uh, and there's no, like, there's no appreciation. It immediately, like, after the next few episodes, it's 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 Christopher versus Tony B. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Um, anyway. And this final question from user Lynch Monfu. Uh, okay. He titles his post, Pop This in the Basket for Me. In season five, a regular around the margins, after the accident with Tony and Aid, Christopher goes to talk to Tony, and Tony is cleaning dog shit off his shoe with a stick. He makes Christopher take the shitty stick and put it in the trash. Do you think that Tony stepped in dog shit to contrive this situation (laughs) so he could establish power in the conversation by making Christopher take the shit stick? No, I mean, no, 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 no. I no. think it's a good way for the writers <laughs> to convey who is. Yeah, power yeah, 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 yeah. I right. don't think Tony is like, hey, look at this big pile of shit. I'm gonna step in it and make Chris 
take it and put it in the garbage. Yeah. Like you're confusing a metaphor for like something that's like, like it's like using uh, it's a metaphor, just... but like, oh, but like what, what's behind the metaphor? <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, you're a giving metaphor. Tony too much credit. Right. Like yeah, sometimes right. he, he does things that yes, like demonstrate his, the power dynamic between him and his underlings. But I don't think he always consciously does it. <laughs> right. So, right. Uh, it's more of a device, writing device. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a writing same. device. Like, look, and it's and it's it, and some, some would say it's a little on the nose. Like, hey, you take this seeming pile of shit and you deal with it. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. that sort of maybe yep. which he says, which he does quite a bit to people in the series. Uh, but that's all I got for fucking internet. Good stuff. Hey, dope. Uh, as always, listeners, you can hit us up at osopranospod at gmail.com with comments, concerns, things you like, things you don't like, uh, things you want us to talk about, uh, stuff for future episodes, things in general about the series you want us to chat about. Give us a follow on the socials on Instagram and Twitter at osopranospod. Give us a five-star review on iTunes, that shit helps. Even if you fucking hate our guts, do the five stars. Do the five stars and then be like, yeah, dude, they didn't think the fucking shit, uh, that Tony stepping in the shit was a fucking metaphor. Or <laughs> you know, just, you know, write your thoughts, give us five stars. And as always, until next week. Oh! oh.